Hey, it's Sunny Days. I am the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Listen, I am a podcast her, okay, H-E-R, an activist, a thought leader, pin pusher, and lover of poodles. And I'm Lisa Davis, MPH. I am a lover of social justice, healthy living, dogs, and I love being the co-host and co-creator of Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Now is the time for honest, unfiltered conversations, for authentic voices and their stories, and for connection. Join us as we confront the moment head on with this podcast. It is passionate. It is real as lives behind the headlines. Active allyship, it's more than a hashtag. And listen, it goes beyond the likes, the retweets, and the hashtags, making space for the vital dialogue necessary for racial justice. And now on to the show. Lisa. And I'm Sunny Days. So glad you're listening to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. As you all know, I spent a lot of time on Clubhouse. I say spent because ever since I've got the pool, I've just been swimming a lot, but I am going to get back on. But luckily, before I took my departure from there for a couple months, I met a wonderful man named Michael Carter. We had a really, I just loved the way he spoke. And I thought, I got to get him on here because I love people who are authentic and really speak from their soul and their heart. So, Michael Carter, welcome to Active Allyship. It's more than a hashtag. Sisters, I, I, I appreciate that uh, illustrious induction. Uh, humbled by it. Uh, and like I said, uh, before we start recording, I appreciate you allowing me to uh, uh, fellowship with you. Absolutely. So, we're going to jump. We're going to jump right in. And the first question is, what were you marinated in? And basically, how did you become who you are today? Uh, I, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a question. That, that's a good question. Uh, product of the South side of Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I grew up in Roseland, which locals uh, still, you know, affect sometimes affectionately referred to as the hundreds in some, in some issue spots on the South side, they call it the wild hunters, right? Um, New, quote unquote, nuclear family, uh, product of. I went to Lutheran Grammar School uh, in a in a uh, an Irish Catholic high school, and I went to University of Illinois at uh, Chicago on the New West Side. Um, growing up, I was a what what you call a proverbial soup sandwich. You know, normal kids have uh, <laughs> their their issues. I mean, I mean, my mama, you know, she had to get me a prom date. You know, you know, you in bad shape. If your mother <laughs> has to procure, my mother dealt in social media before social media was ever a thing, right? Wow. Because she, uh, I owe, yeah, I owe a lot to 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 both of my parents. My dad, uh, it's always a tough love thing with you, with your old man, right? And I, I'm, I'm frankly, and I'm grown, but. I am confident enough, I guess, in my manhood, whatever the hell you want to call it, to admit to to podcast land that I'm still afraid of my old man uh, to this day. And my dad's 74, 75. Uh, and that, you know, kind of speaks to the impact he had as far as instilling a level in me. He had his flaws like everybody else, but he tried to learn from those mistakes and he tried to uh, compel his children uh to learn from those mistakes as well. So, Michael, when we met on Clubhouse, it was about allyship, 
and the black community's relationship with allyship, if I remember correctly. If you want to expand on on your feelings on that. In, indeed. Uh, black folk in uh, allyship, in, in my humble opinion, allyship, with the exception of folks like uh, like like Brother Malcolm, when he when he was murdered, right? Uh, he died in the arms of a of an Asian American of an Asian sister uh, and uh, and other people, you know. But generally speaking, in my judgment, allyship has not worked out for Black people, and I and I and I'll tell you why I feel that way. I was on that same clubhouse that that we that we met on. There was a an Asian sister who was from Canada. She was not from the U.S. And she mentioned that, well, I just don't understand how you folks, I just don't see color, right? And she tried to discount, you know, uh, the struggles and the hardship and the death of, of a lot of folk who paid a, who paid a big price here for 400 almost 60 years uh, by just trying to sum it up like no smart person ever thought of that. But what I see and it, 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 as far as so-called allyship, the allies I'm looking for are, are, the, are like John Brown. And I gather that you sisters are a product of American uh, uh, education system. Correct me if I'm wrong. But we understand that history is that, that we get in our history class in high school. You know, they it isn't really thorough, and some cases it's, it's straight. In some cases, straight up bullshit. So, oh yeah, definitely. That being said, I'm looking for and John Brown wasn't mentioned in, in my history class. I had to do my own research on John and Harper's Ferry. Those are the types of allies that Black folk should be looking for. I I was on the clubhouse. And there was a, a, a white sister, and she just happened to be the stereotypical type Trump supporter, right? And But she was a little more to the right with it. She told the line of everybody's on the same page, everybody's equal. You know, uh, we, you know, if you just work hard, you won't get killed by the police. You'll be happy, right? Her uh, thought was that my my response to her would be to argue with her my my quote unquote bullet points of being woke or whatever the fuck people want to call it but i did not my response to her was obviously it was calm and measured and i was like look here sister you know this is a free country right or at least you know it, it used to be um you have the right to think how you want to think even though i believe it's thoroughly misguided i come from corporate America, specifically wealth management and uh, invest in trading spaces. So I understand what opportunity cost is, right? It's not in my best interest or the interest, because we talked about time, how valuable it is. It's not my best interest or the interest of black folk for me to be trying to ice skate uphill and explain to you something that's, you know, Ray Charles can see he's blind and dead, right? So my focus uh, in my little humble space is not trying to convince black folk, uh, well, not black, but uh, any other groups, or about the struggles of black people. Far greater people have done that, and they have paid a huge price for that. So you know, far, far be it for me to try to do that. But the Temptations, the Soulful Music Group, in nineteen seven, they released a song called "Ball of Confusion." Right in that soulful ballad, those brothers 
they mentioned and were talking about some of the same shit we are dealing with and talking about today. Public Enemy, and I just posted this up on the on Instagram the other day. They released when I was a shorty, when I was a kid, they released uh, uh, Can't Trust It, and they released Don't Believe the Hype in the late 80s. Those words from those brothers are as relevant were as relevant then as uh, was relevant today as they were then. What does that tell us? It tells us that if we keep doing what we're doing, we can keep getting what we get. And that's what the definition of insanity or what have you. So back to the allyship thing. You know, I articulated in that clubhouse and, and one person actually called me. I think that, that my, my Asian sister from uh, Canada called me a racist. But I took solace in that I got some DMs from some Asian folks, uh, some actually including some in the media, prominent media space. I won't speak to the person's name specifically because you know, her privacy and for the fact that she, you know, hasn't given me permission to do that, that spoke to the fact that she was like, dude, that's kind of some real shit you speaking, right? So that that gave me solace. Let me let me ask you this before you before you um, go on. So because I want people to, to understand, there's been a lot of discussion around the term allies, allyship, co-conspirator, conspirator. I mean, like people are very sensitive to these names. And so, you know, obviously the name of our show is active allyship. It's more than a hashtag. And so I, for the, for the purpose of this discussion and your point, what is your definition of allyship? Like, I want to make that clear to people who are listening. When you say that you don't believe that allyship has been beneficial. Uh, Allyship to me is not just showing up when it's a problem in your community, right? In no uncertain terms, when you, black folks, I think, should be skeptical of these of these allyships because we've been burned a lot, right? And I'm not saying folks need to feel sorry for us because, like I said, if you can see if you see me in a fight with a bear, don't help me help the fucking bear. So I'm not saying I don't want you to feel sorry for me, right? Because I ain't gonna help me, right? But I'm looking for the proverbial modern day John Brown, right? Who will be there not just to hold up a Black Lives Matter. And I don't, I don't, folks that's going to be there besides, you know, these little, these little uh, uh, $10 speeches and hold up a Black Lives Matter sign, right? And then, and then going back to, look, we don't even live together in this country, right? I live in a an area on the north side now that's that's quasi gentrifying, and I have you know I look at this urban renewal stuff is is absolute bullshit. That's the modern day colonialism, if if you ask me. But I'm looking for allies who are ride or die, not allies who are allies out of fucking convenience, you know, so they can get a photo op with a politician, or they can do this, or this sounds nice. Right. Fuck the sound. Fuck. Excuse me, my language, but fuck a sound bite. I don't I don't know, sister, if that answers your question. Well, well, it does answer my question and it brings me to another question. So it sounds like it's not that allyship is not working out for people of color. It sounds like 
the the term is fine. It's just that you don't want people to be performative. You don't want people to, uh, like you said, show up with a sign. I say to you that people have to show up where they are. So, so a couple of things. Um, we had a guest, uh, Amy Bauer. Is that okay? We had a guest, Amy Bauer, on um, a show or two ago, and her her platform is Karen's daughter, right? And so, one of the things that came out of that discussion, which I thought was so important, is healing is critical across the spectrum. I don't care whether you have melanated or non-melanated skin. I don't care what your your gender is. It, none of that matters. There is trauma in every community. And so how can you show up for me as a one, just say a person of color and as a, a European American, how are you showing up for me effectively if you have not healed, if you have not dealt with whatever your traumas are, because I'm not saying because you don't have melanated skin that you don't have traumas. Yeah, you have traumas. And I think some of that is from the guilt that's associated with what your ancestors or your your forefathers have done to people of color. And so you got to you got to navigate that space in order to, to show up for me. So I'm saying all this to say, I believe that. Um, the word, the term allyship, allies, I believe that they are effective. I don't believe that it's a one size fits all where European Americans uh, show up with just signage. I think people, you know, there, there are levels to it and people have to show up where their level of comfort is and build up to that because honestly, some European Americans have never even had exposure to people of color. And that, that's not anybody's fault, but you can't jump into something without real, let me say you shouldn't, without really having a full understanding and preparedness. We as people of color have been carrying this trauma for years. And so as a, Christette, as a Christette, let me, not, to, not that I want no, to make sure ahead, folks understand, I don't, I have to disagree with the second point because I don't think it's years, it's for centuries. It's about 400 and, uh, because this, this trauma was going on before this, because the United States, as we know, is, is his young country. And, uh, this is, this trauma has been going on for about 400 and, uh, uh, I think 55 years. Yeah, so when I say years, I'm not talking about like five, 10, I'm just saying years, yeah, but centuries uh, yeah. is fine. A yeah. long, a long time and too damn long. How about mm-hmm. that? Yes, okay. ma'am. hundred percent. I ride with that. Okay. So as I was saying, I do believe that allies and allyship, I believe it's effective. I believe in order for European Americans to be able to help, uh, people of color uh, and, and BIPOC communities that there's healing that has to take place for them yeah. so that they can show up for us and be effective. Yes, One ma'am. of the other things that I have said um, is that for European Americans showing up in these spaces uh, for people of color in support of, right, holding space for, don't show up trying to lead us to the promised land. Because that's an insult to us. Show up as support, show up as a space holder, but do not under any circumstance show up as a leader 
in this space to guide us yes, because ma'am. that's not going to work well. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I ride with, 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 with a lot of what you're saying, sister, a hundred percent. And actually, uh, encourages me, uh, uh, my best friend, and I, I, this is probably silly, but my best friend is a German white male. My, I won't mention his name because, again, you know, public forum and his privacy, but he is white as the driven snow. And he's my best friend for a couple reasons. None, 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 none of those reasons are because he's a white male, of course. But first of all, because he's a stand-up person, a person of integrity, a person who, you know, if he says some shit, he's going to do the shit. And if he can't, it's a it's a it's a good reason why he, he he can't do it. But as far as black folk are concerned, because it's it's hard, I'm gonna be serious with you. It's hard for my for 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 some folks to be my friend because this is important to me, and sometimes it's like a broken record. But he is my good friend uh, in, in context of this space because he is smart enough to know that he, he we we don't he doesn't. He's not in the position to know what he doesn't know, and he is there to listen, to understand, instead of speaking to be heard. And that's difficult for all of us on a good day, including me. Part of the thing that I was thinking, like, if you if you haven't heard from Amy Bauer, her parents are racist, and she was, she was raised in a very, in that sort of way. Whereas someone like me, whose grandparents and parents taught me the evils of racism at an early age, and always spoke out, and didn't do the white flight thing in the 40s or 50s and all of their friends were black and their community and so i come to the table with a pure heart of knowing what's right and wrong from the time i was like two amy has to come to this with oh my god my parents taught me all this horrific shit and i have to unlearn it and i have to figure out who the fuck i am so you have if you have performative allies they might be like i haven't really looked at my stuff or they might just be lazy i mean or they might not really care and again it just might be a photo op Maybe both, right? I think I'm an anomaly because, which makes me really sad because I have a lot of black friends and whenever I tell them the way I was raised, they're like, I've never met a white person like you. I'm like, really? Like I have, I was like, oh, it's just sad. It bums me out. Like, really? Oh. And then I'm like, oh yeah, most are assholes. Um, I shouldn't say most, but a lot. Um, So anyway, that's why I just wanted to clarify. I think that's, I'm right, Sunny, in terms of like, I don't have a shit ton of work. Doesn't mean I don't have any. But it's a different level because of the way I was raised and the way my daughter, too. Every other second, she's like, Mom, I think that person's appropriating. Mom, is that okay, Mom? They taught me the wrong. I, I'll teach her real history. She goes, well, I didn't learn that in school. I'm telling to complain and tell my teacher. Like, she's take, I'm teaching her, my husband, like the way we were raised. But if you weren't raised like that, you got work to do. I think that's what Sunny's saying. Don't show up bleeding all over us. You have got to show up as a whole person with your shit resolved before you come to the table for with the, the African-American community and people of color to support us. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that we wait for that. I'm not even <laughs> talking about the performative acts. I'm simply saying if you're going to show up to assist us, you got to show up whole and healed and not bleeding on a community of people who are already working through hundreds of years of trauma. So I hope that's clear about what it, what my intentions are. I, I, yeah, I, I hear you. And I respect, uh, I respect that a hundred percent. What I think, 
Look, I uh, I won't mention this group of very special, very awesome people outside of Salt inside at Salt Lake City, Utah, who've allowed me and in some respects tolerated me inside of their space. Uh, and these ain't black folks, right? <laughs> They're not. I initially connected with these men and women uh, over a love for physical, over for love for physical, uh, uh, physical activity, right? Not in the sense of just picking shit up and putting shit down, but more in the regard to the mind drags the body kicking and screaming. And if we want to be more, we have to expect more of ourselves and do more. And it starts and it starts on the inside. These, again, I won't mention them because they have not given me permission to, uh, to, to speak to them. But these, we, when I go out there and, and I miss my, I haven't been out there, you know, but when I go out there, we, the last thing we really talk about is physical preparedness. We talk about ish. I was on a podcast with, with, uh, them and we talked about these things. I believe that they are a firm example of what folk, not saying that they're trying to be ally. I'm not saying they are, they're just human beings, right? Who doing you moving forward in the direction they need to move in. But if I could take any example, it would be them because they are committed to learning, learning and listening. I suggest some of the folks, and this is to some of my, and not just white brothers and sisters, but this is to whoever else who may want to try to be less performative in their allyship. I suggest they uh, Google John Brown, right? Harper's Ferry. Uh, that's that's a good place to uh, start. Uh, they need to deal with as far as if they're looking for issues. Well, why are these black folks are relegated here in these neighborhoods or whatever? They need to Google things like redlining. Right. Uh, which speaks to the fact, again, like Sister Sunny said, how these codes were mandated by the federal government. And they still we see the, the, the remnants of that to this day. I made it my business to make sure that the folks I fellowship with didn't always just look like me physically. I made sure that they didn't always have the same opinions as me. So that and and is it's always these solutions are always the simplest things, and when we're all and, and yet we're always trying to find the most complicated stuff. Things like that, as far as educating yourself on real American history, definitely look at the history of racism and gun control. Look at things like black codes. Look at things like Jim Crow. You know, look at things. There's it, it, a lot of stuff out there. It's hard to name. It's hard to name them all. But couple that with, you know, look at how you're moving through the world in your daily life. Right. Like it's akin to my woke brothers and sisters watching MSNBC all the time and the other folks, these so-called right wing people watching Fox News. We get our the same stuff that we want to hear regurgitated to us. And if we like we said at the beginning of the conversation, uh, if we keep doing what we're doing, we keep we don't keep getting what we're getting. I am. A, I and, for, and as far as black folk concern, we just don't have that time. no more. We, we, we really don't. Time is it, it's ran out if we are going. Look. Because a lot of folks say, well, why are we caring about this and these black people, whoever else? Because I'm a firm believer that 
you're only as strong as your quote unquote weakest link, right? And we have yet uh, to even have the conversations like you see them more, but why is it in 2021 that we still even have to talk about this shit, right? And that's what uh, disturbs me. But sister, uh, platforms like yours, and I thoroughly appreciate you allowing me to come on because, look, a lot of what I say isn't popular and isn't the narrative that you hear in mainstream stuff. What you hear in mainstream stuff, it, well, you know what it is. You probably know better than me. I like to say respect to you and Sonny for allowing me to fellowship with you. And I appreciate the opportunity to, you know, to just, just have a chat, to have a conversation. Well, how do people find you? I mean, we found each other on Clubhouse. Oh, you can you can find me going crazy somewhere. But if you want to find me, you can check out my, my IG, my Instagrams. It's uh, MCNC77. That's Mary Charlie, Nancy Charlie 77 uh, on the Instagram. So you can find me. See me in my pool and my pit bull blue longingly looking in although i should get him a little life vest uh at lisa davis mph and sunny you can find me at it's sunny days on instagram twitter uh where else and clubhouse you know as i say weekly if you want the juice you have to go to active podcast on instagram that's where all the information is and also on our mm-hmm. facebook page which is active allyship it's more than a hashtag everyone thank you so much keep coming back to active allyship is more than a hashtag be sure to rate review and subscribe thank you so much for listening to active allyship it's more than a hashtag please be sure to rate review and subscribe so you never miss an episode tell your friends and family this is really important and we want to get the word out so glad that you're listening please keep coming back also follow us on Instagram at active allyship dot podcast. Thank you so much.